Okay, well, hello. Here goes nothing. Welcome to Overthinker Society. This is me, Su Li, the person who has made this uh, podcast thing. <clears throat> uh, if it's if you're one of those one of this little community of people, thousand and twenty of them at the at the uh, as of this recording, if you're one of those listeners. Then you would know that this is definitely not a, a a a very familiar format that I that I have been keeping. It's definitely not like a podcast format. Right now, I'm staring at a little kitty. Oh wow, what a beautiful kitty! And I'm on my phone right now, so you know the the qual. I don't really know if this is even an acceptable uh, like audio quality for for it to be a podcast episode but you know you know what i think it's gonna be at least better than like zoom call recordings you know like you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like there are zoom call podcasts that i have done that other podcasters have done where you know it's just like for some reason Zoom calls sound terrible. Zoom calls sound terrible. They sound absolutely terrible as an audio format. Um, unless you like one of those crazy people who actually pay for like the premium version or whatever for Zoom. Damn, that's extra. I mean, like props to you if you're one of those people. But I ain't paying no money for. <laughs> I am paying no money to a big corporation. Okay, they don't need my money. They can go. They can they can they can do well without it <laughs> anyway it's me hello uh think of this as i was just walking down the street as i always do just walk down the streets just streets in general and i had a sudden realization that i kind of want to just impulsively record an episode of Overthinker Society for the first time in like, oh my god, like three months? How long has it been since my last episode? I really do not know. All I know is that it's been a while. And I was like, I wanna, I wanna record it now, but like, ah, god. It's like I have to like set up. I have to like be in, ha- in the house. I have to like, you know, make sure everything is quiet, not like cars driving around like now. I have to you know gotta set it up and so ah but i'm like on a walk and stuff but i was like you know what let me just let me just give our listeners a little phone call if you will think of this as like a like a like a um a phone call from an old friend named sue hey hey buddy how's it been crazy year right i just wanted to Explore. Let's explore how this format walks out. Uh, I mean, uh, damn, uh, damn, that car, that car just really distracted me. Let's see how this format works out. Um, and maybe (laughs) in time, the podcast will slowly evolve into being called, uh, uh, phone calls with Sue. And then this podcast might grow. And then, like, you know, who knows? Spotify might just 
on a whim decide to buy my I don't like I don't know like you know how like like Tesla buys PayPal or I mean like I don't know like companies buy companies and shit like that and you know maybe like my podcast could be picked up by some big corporation like yeah I'll give you some like large amount of money where you can like you know like you can now have this uh like studio uh studio grade uh mic attached to your phone and like you're like a walking uh, podcast studio, bro. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's that's my that's my goal. And it won't be overthinker society anymore. It'll be like, um, I'm trying to find a very witty thing to say as a name, but I cannot. It's a call. It's a call from uh, somebody named Sue, who's an overthinker. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the uh, that's in the parentheses. Overthinker society with Sue Lee. Parentheses. A podcast where some girl, some random ass girl from South Korea calls you up from her phone on her little strolls and she ain't doing nothing, but she just, she just lonely. So she just pretends that she has a very good friend that she's talking to on the phone, even though nobody's ever talking back parentheses end that's the name of the show um i wonder what the acronyms for that would be it's like ots s f s b b a b g m b b w b uh a b g a s f w t f t t l you know etc etc so yeah, I don't I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing with this. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I am currently I'm currently walking down the street. I feel like I said this a million times. I'm walking down the street as I always do. And I was craving some some Sichuan things you know the numbing the sichuan peppercorns oh my god i love me some sichuan peppercorns you know it's great it is an amazing spice that just drugs your tongue up and you're like oh my god i can't feel my mouth like i can't feel my my life it's like pretty metaphorical you know like Damn, my tongue is experiencing my soul. I can't feel it. <laughs> That's it. That's what Sichuan food makes me feel like. It's a good feeling. It's a great feeling where your body relates to the emptiness of your soul. Whatever that means. Um. Well, the weather, huh? <laughs> the weather's pretty nice. It's been nice, always nice, always will be nice. Fingers crossed. In sunny LA, California. Welcome. It is very sunny. It, it is very sunny. Um, it is also hard to believe. Oops. Oops. Um, don't know if that got recorded. Probably did. But uh, very unprofessional of me the podcaster to 
not put my recording device on silent. <laughs> uh, lesson learned. I, I shall put it on silent right now. Right now. I'm doing it. Okay. Let's go. Where is it? Usually nobody really texts me and it's very, very weird to, uh, very weird to have somebody text me. Um, it's a very rare occasion. That's why I, I didn't put my phone on silent because I rarely get any notification. Uh, that is, uh, that, that, that intrigues me. Anyway, so the weather, huh? <laughs> As I was saying, oh yeah. I was saying, it is very hard to believe, actually, that it is winter, technically. It's December soon. And that's like snow, snowman time. That's like, damn, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have sex with my boyfriend for the first time in Christmas. You know? Kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? You know? You know? You know what I'm saying, right? Oh, well, um, I actually chose... The absolutely wrong part of town to go for a walk for this episode because you know what I have to make a decision now I have to make an active decision right now as I speak either to give up my Sichuan food you know I'm gonna give it up give it up for this podcast I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suppress my appetite, exercise monster level discipline in order to evacuate myself to the nearest, uh, shadiest, literally and figuratively, like I need some shade, it's very hot right now, um, but I'd also like dark alleyways and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Uh, just a nice peaceful area. Uh, hopefully not as windy because uh, it's probably gonna the wind is gonna be picked up in the mic. <sighs> you know, what can I say? I'm a pretty picky person when it comes to my audio quality because I'm a musician. If you guys already didn't know, I'm like somebody who like I like, like music. I used this tone the other day. Um, with someone and they said uh, that's fucking annoying and I was like yeah I don't care because I like this town I just saw the shiniest cockroach ever that was kind of creepy that was a very big cockroach. That was pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty shiny too. Very shiny. Um, oh, damn, it's hot. <laughs> Today I have um, my second driving school class thing. <laughs> I did my first the other day. You know, I was like, you know, I just realized the other day to my utter shock that I have been living in LA technically now for almost half a year. Can you believe that? Like half a year. I've only just been like since 
like until recently i've been telling everyone that i've been living in la for like only two months because it actually does feel like i've only been here for two months you know it is very bizarre it was um it was shocking to find out that so much time has actually just like passed in what feels like a blink of an eye uh and I was like, damn, I can't believe I lived in L.A. without driving for four or five months. I go, what? And it was getting to a point where uh, I call it the quality of life or um, the what is it called? Like, um, it's like, ooh, there's like a nice chair that feels uh, very nice. Like, uh, it's like two chairs right now. And it seems like somebody has, like, put it out for people to take. And it's, like, in a nice shady area. And I might just sit down for a bit here. And settle down with my little phone call with my overthinkers gang. So, yes. I was... I came to this shocking realization that I can't drive. And it's ruining the quality of my life. It inhibits me from meeting certain people because LA is so big um, unless you're you know unless you're willing to pay like 60 bucks for a distance that's like five minute drive away it was debilitating so I took up the courage to you know what I'm not an action person I'm scared of actions because it's just I'm lazy <laughs> just generally lazy so I'm going to I'm, I'm just going to like take the steps that's needed to be taken to acquire a Californian driver's license and I did it um and I passed the written exam failed it the first time actually because it was very hard it's harder than I thought it was it was very hard <laughs> and also pretty like pretty is kind of stupid (laughs) i mean some of them actually like i mean like why do you have to know like it's i mean it's helpful of course that you know but like what's what's the difference between like how do i feel like when when they ask you this question like oh how much alcohol percentage uh does your body need to have in order to like uh, like be acceptable to drive uh, a 0.008% b 0.14% like it's a I, I don't I don't understand what that I don't I can't really grasp I've never been drunk and was like hmm I'm like a little bit below 0.007% I think I think if I could drive I could drive right now I don't think I've ever, like, I could feel that. But there were genuinely helpful things to know by studying for the exam. Like, um, like there are signs that I probably would have done the complete opposite of what it's trying to say had, it, had I not <laughs> learned what it means. It's like, oh, shit, it means that? I thought, it, like, you can't turn right. I thought that meant, like, turn right. So, you know, I failed it. But I passed the second exam. Not gonna lie, I sweat some cold sweats, like, I'm thinking that I might fail. I'm allergic to exams, you see. 
And so I got my little driver's permit thing, which means I can take driving classes with instructors. Uh, did my first class. The teacher was um, was shocked by how terrible I was at my U-turn. <laughs> he was like, he made me do this U-turn at this specific um, road where he told me, okay, hear me out. I've taught 12 students in my life. All of them have successfully did a U-turn at this very uh, street that when I told them to. I, I hope you can be the 13th person. Don't be the first person to fail. I hope not. I was like, hmm. Okay. That does, like, that really does not put me in any pressured position, but... I'm good. I will try. And I failed. I failed. It's like, damn. Damn, you're the first one. I'm the one. I'm the only one. I'm the one. I failed the U-turn test. That's me. I failed it. I mean, it wasn't really a test. It was just like a, oh, imagine this was a test kind of situation. But today is uh, my second lesson. And I, I'm excited, actually. I like, I do like driving. It's, um, it's something that I think I could definitely see myself getting like it could be a good pastime you know unless it's like i mean if, if you don't take into account the la la traffic that is um yes traffic i mean you know i feel like i could i could tolerate traffic Maybe this is just like coming from somebody who's just being ignorant, having never actually experienced being and driving in, in, in LA traffic. But I feel like I could vibe to some music and I could have like a little karaoke. Oh my God, don't even, don't even mention car karaoke. It's gonna be lit. That vehicle is gonna be lit. <laughs> it's gonna be lit as hell. It's gonna be a small car. It's it 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 just has to be a small car. I want a cutesy car, you know. I don't want to like there. Uh, my friend has this car called Smart Car. I think they're from Germany, and they're these they're these cutest little little like mini ladybug ladybug shape. I don't even know what it's shaped like. It's just it looks like it looks like a squished marshmallow. That's what it looks like. It's a squished marshmallow. Yes, it's like if you if you squished a marshmallow and then and then ripped it in half, like not in an ugly way, but like maybe you cut it in half. Um, that's what the smart car looks like, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty cute. It's like this tiny little thing um, that fits two people. That has two seats, and it's like a little mini trunk behind. Super cute. And apparently, like, 10 grand. Not bad. Not bad. 
not bad at all. So yeah, I'm very excited, very very excited to drive. Although <laughs> that is a very great segue into the next thing that I'm kind of like is is has been in the back of my mind for a while now, where uh, I don't know if I'm even gonna be driving in California, in LA. <laughs> I <laughs> that kind of defeats the purpose of me getting the drive the, the license in the first place. But you know, I I'm leaving. I'm leaving LA soon. Uh, for Christmas for the holidays until New Year's, I have a return ticket that is booked back to LA. But now I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I should. Let go of that return ticket. It's it's one of those things where um, the release of Messy Sexy, the album. By the way, please stream Messy Sexy and please share with your friends and family. Please, please, please. Sorry, I shy. Oh, sorry, I got excited. Also, I got desperate, so I just screamed into the mic. Sorry if that burned your ears. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I got carried away. Um. Yeah. I mean, the. Release of Messy Sexy album was kind of the, it was the closure of uh, the reason why I decided to stay in LA for an extended period of time. I was after the tour with Mystery Skulls back uh, in April, maybe May ish. I was, I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna be in LA to finish off this album. And now it's now it's finished. Um, I mean, it's still the the album is very out now, and it's just still a new baby out into this world. And there's a lot more to be done. I I have so many music video ideas that I wanna um, I wanna shoot and photo shoots and little campaigns, collabs, more things to come uh, related to messy, sexy, and of course tour, hopefully too. But in in the in the sense of the album, the making of the album itself, it's it's done. It's it's done. It's out. Um, and that has been what I've been telling people while I was in LA. Um, people would ask me if I'm how long I'm in LA for. I would be like, until my album's you know finished. I'm here to finish my album, and it's finished. So yeah, I think I'm one of those people who are like putting. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is just a specific thing that I have acquired to like remember, but you know, like how in dating apps they have like very, <laughs> very cur- like often reoccurring things that people say, like oh, like oh, a, a punchy, memorable bio, <laughs> or um, you know, fish pics are another thing, like where people are just holding up fish and people are like self-aware of it and shit. Um, I don't really know what the what the frick is going on with the fish situation. It's like, is, do they like to hold fish, <laughs> hold up fish? Like, just, is it like a like comparing? Like, is it like guys? Like, is it like how like guys say like they always compare like PP sizes and it's kind of like that? Like, oh, the I the I'm holding a bigger fish, so like I'm the winner kind of thing. Or I don't know. Anyway, um, the thing that I see a lot is like, oh, I'm in LA for like six days looking for a reason to stay (laughs) that always really confused me like what does that mean what do you mean by looking for a reason to like why 
Are you looking for the reason from somebody else? Like, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like, you want me to, you want somebody to convince you to stay? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't like why. Why do you need that convince convincation? <laughs> convincation is not a word, but I quite like that. Anyway, I have lost my reason to stay. I'm not lost it. It sounds very negative when I say I lost it. I have lost it, guys. I've lost my mind. La La has taken everything away from me, and I cannot tolerate any more of this. I said in lumpy space princess voice. I'm obsessed with doing lumpy space vo- princess voice. Actually, I might just keep on doing this until it wears off. <laughs> But I feel like it will never wear off. It's just so good. I love lumpy space princess. I aspire to be like her. Anyway, I have、uh, let go of my reason to stay, and it's um. Not gonna lie, it's been something that's been on my mind quite a lot the past few few weeks.、Uh, it's it's a weird, bittersweet feeling of saying yet another goodbye. You know, it's like not not necessarily like end of a chapter. But maybe like end of a sub chapter, you know, a sub chapter or even a thing like a sub cat or like a paragraph or like a, I don't know, messy sexy is the chapter, and me leaving LA after finishing the songs for messy sexy is like, like a big, little,、uh, story plot, of this chapter. It was a good chapter.、Um, it was good. I wow that car is loud. It yes, as you can hear. Oh God! Oh my God! I hate it when people blast their engines like that. Are you, like what is it? Why are you doing that? And I can say it from not like I have knowledge. I have enough. Like why do you do that? I've taken driving classes. You don't have to do that to make that much of a noise. You don't have to do that. <laughs> It's so annoying. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, it's been something. I I liked L.A. I really liked L.A. I still love it.、Um, actually, I love it so much. I I love it and hate it so much that it's it's kind of like I have very lots of mixed feelings about it, and I feel like even mixed feelings is an under is a massive understatement. Um, because it, it's, I experienced so many things, so many things in LA that I've never, ever, ever experienced、uh, in my life. Never thought I would experience in my life. In here in LA, in the last four years,、uh, not four years,、uh, four months, five months spent in this city, I feel like. Is probably worth like a like a couple years of couple years of just experiencing life from in, in various places. That's what that's what the last four months felt like. It it was a lot. It was an intense、uh, 
just an, an intense series of crazy things that just happen back to back to back to back, sometimes simultaneously. Um, and it's, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm trying to, sorry, sorry. I'm just trying to like find, I, I'm kind of staggering now because I really do want to like, for some reason, the, the ego in me is just trying to like really find a succinct, uh, accurate way to describe how I feel about this whole little ending of the chapter. I can't really even call it bittersweet. It's... Um, just give me a moment. Let's, let's, let's just take a moment. <laughs> Let me take a moment to just kind of, let's, let's, you know, enjoy the stroll for a bit. Just little deep breaths, little deep breaths. Just deep breaths. And just, and just listen to that ugly sound of that truck <laughs> ugly sounds of cars ugh ugh god it is ugh oh god I hate ugh. oh god oh god that's a lot of sounds a lot of sounds <sighs> it's moments like these where I realize why you know, Buddhist monks and meditators are adamant that they're, they, they put themselves in, in quiet, uninterrupted space when you are trying to have a little Zen moment, a little present moment. Because really, those um, industrial engine sounds are very, if you think, like, if you really just kind of sit there and listen to it, it's very intrusive and it's very not pretty it's not a pretty sound uh and i sound very artsy when i say it too because nobody actually i don't i don't think a lot of people actually like question any of the things that they hear because we're just most of the time we're just normally um letting sounds pass it's just like a background noise that you don't really pay much attention to but when you do you realize there are sounds, you know, of course it's subject, everything is subjective, but there are sounds that you listen to and you, when you listen to them actively, it's like, you know, this is a very ugly sound or this is a very beautiful sound. Um, and most of them are like the beautiful sounds are most of them. If you think about it are from the nature, like, I don't know, in my opinion, I think it is like, Compared to sounds of like engines honking, like everybody mumbling at the same time, you go into like a nice little foresty area, little breeze, the breeze, the sound of breeze, like going through the trees, and it's just the, the leaves, little like autumn leaves, just crispy ones. It's, you know, I really 
sound like I'm selfish, like just, uh, just selfishly plugging, just continuing to plug my album. I feel like that right now when I'm saying it, but I really mean it when I, when I say this really hits home for me, but I feel like the, the only way that I could describe the way I feel about leaving LA is like Mayfly. Uh... That's what it feels like. Uh, Mayfly is, is, I it's 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 a song that's that I hold, I would say the most dearly, in the, in the album because, it really, it really just, captures, my. Just the reoccurring things in my life that, have made me the person that I am today and that is just series of saying <sighs> goodbyes and I really want to say goodbye to these cars just passing by I feel very irritated for some reason maybe I'm just getting a little too sentimental too mellow and too sensitive uh, to to all these external things going on but I shall continue my journey of finding another peaceful area where I can just sit down. Maybe I should have just stayed at that little bench that I found. It's it's all good. It's all good. I'll find my way back. I do not like saying goodbyes. I do not like to people, to, but with places, with places with memories, places that I'm familiar with. I hate that. I hate saying goodbyes. Goodbyes, I think, happens to the best of us. All of us have to say goodbye to things, to something at one point, for sure. I think I am, A, overly just a little more sensitive than most people, that it hits a little harder and I'm just extra aware of it. And B, it's just it just happens way too often <laughs> in my life. Happens way too often. Um, and I thought I thought I would get used to it. I thought there would come a time when I would be okay just I would be okay saying goodbyes to people and things and going to new places to continue doing the same thing. But I don't. I never got used to it. Um, I think part of the reason why is because all of the goodbyes, all of the farewells that happened, that has ever happened in my life always came... Um, to me as a surprise it was never uh, there was never really a time where I was prepared for a departure or a farewell I think it's if you even like decided to go a little deeper into it it's kind of like how I think people have different uh, levels of, of, of grief when they lose people that they love, when when there's 
someone in their family, their, their loved ones that has passed away. Um, and the level of grief is, it varies depending on the circumstances when people, like how people, how these people kind of left the world. Um, like if you knew when you were going to die, if there was, if you were, um, if you knew, if you had like more time to basically just prepare yourself, um, it, 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 I think it tends to, yes, of course, like it's excruciating and it's painful to let go of things and knowing when it's going to happen approximately. But also I can see how that could be, that could really, like, that could just do people good in the long run. And, that, like, say if you knew that you were, like, I, I don't know, I don't want this to, like, take too much of a serious turn. But I genuinely think that is why I I so very much despise, almost like feel like I'm allergic to saying goodbyes because all the goodbyes have been uh, just this, just this very spontaneous thing that just crashed into my life. Everything like, oh, you're, you're switching to schools tomorrow. Like literally next week, you're going to a new school. You're going to a new country. You're going to a new city next week. Oh, your dad decides to just move out of this country in order to like become a doctor abroad. I'm like, okay, okay, I just have to say goodbye to my friends. Let me just, let me, can I have some time? Can I have some time to like, never had the time. And so I think that's why, that's why I feel like I've been thinking about leaving LA soon a lot lately because this is actually the first time the first ever time that I have had this time to really process the the departure that is about to happen it I right now including right now like I've or all the like social interactions that I've been having recently, it's it's been kind of like just constant brainstorming with myself of how do I how do I make a closure? How do I make I mean obviously it's not a forever goodbye. I know for a fact that I will be back in LA. It's 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 just I for once I want to be prepared. Um, it's always kind of haunted me to this day, um, that, that one time, that one time, that one goodbye, one of the, out of multiple goodbyes that I have experienced in my life, that one goodbye that I think just has haunt, haunted me since, since its occurrence, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, where I had made these wonderful group of friends and they were actually the first people that I've ever felt like I wanted to like spend the rest of my life with them like they're amazing I've never felt so at home 
with people. I feel like I fit in. I feel like I'm accepted as I am. And I love them dearly. I still remember all of their faces. I remember all of their names. Even even now, um, like after many, many, many years. Um, and I remember... I said goodbye to them when we broke for summer vacation and I, 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 my goodbye to them was just like a little hug with everybody. Um, just saying, let's, we'll, let, we'll see each other after summer. Like, have a good summer. We're going to the same middle, like, we're going to the same middle school. Like, like let's see. Let's, we're going to meet each other in like a month or two. And then I never got, I never came back. Never came back. Um, it was just that little, like, I'll see you after summer was just left there hanging. (laughs) So I think for once I wanted to like give myself a chance to actually say goodbye to the people I've met. And even if I, you know, I don't just want to feel it, want to really embrace it. And it's been painful. Um, It's been painful. But also. Quite. Quite cathartic. It's 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 an experience that I've always needed. It's a closure that I've always needed. Even though I knew it's going to bring a lot of pain. It's a pain that gives us a lot of peace in the long run, I think. Of course I'm not saying goodbye to everybody. I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I'm going somewhere. I'm not somewhere outside of LA, but <laughs> you know what I mean. There are people I think that I know I won't be seeing for a long time. I think that's it. Yeah, just saying, saying things like "Don't be a stranger" or "I hope you you take care of yourself." Like. I don't like saying, I hope you have a good life. Because it sounds just weird. It just sounds ignorant. It just sounds like, not ignorant, but it sounds very indifferent. And I don't like that. I'm not indifferent. Um, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Just constantly finding ways to say goodbye to LA, uh, the people, the experiences, the things, the doggies, the, the bars, the, <laughs> the restaurants, the, the, pl- the, 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 the experience of being in LA. And I, I've been, that's what I've been keeping myself busy actually lately. Just finding, finally letting myself, finding a good way to say goodbye to something. It's a learning curve. There's a learning curve to it. I don't know what to do. It's confusing and I'm not used to it. I'm not used to being in charge of how I react to 
a life circumstance because I never had the opportunity to react. I just, I just let life happen and I just had to go with the flow. I just had to go follow my parents. I had to go follow the circumstances, the environments, the educational system. But for once, I can do it. I, I, I'm in charge. It's a lot of responsibility and it's, it's, it's a little, over, the, the, the responsibility and the pressure is a little bit overwhelming, but I can almost feel myself growing as a human person. Um, and I'm very impressed. I'm very, like, I'm very proud of myself, actually, for doing this. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say this. I'm very proud of myself for ha being able to enjoy pain. The, the pain that comes with saying goodbye. It makes me tear up. It makes me very anxious and confused and desperate. Maybe I'm, I want someone to grab me and just say, stay, Sue, stay. You can stay. I don't know. Maybe I just, I, I'm waiting for someone back in Korea to be friends with. I don't know. But I am feeling all of these things and choosing how to react to it, which is never really a smooth, I think. It's, it's not a smooth process. I have to like, I'm very awkward with it, I think, still. Like, I'm, oh, okay, so now I react to this. What would I do? Ooh, uh, uh, I smile and I cry. Let's go. I do, uh. <laughs> But I am loving myself for feeling all these things. Just feeling it. And it's just, bring, it brings me so much it makes me feel so alive. It really does. I feel alive. Like I feel for once I am not letting life happen to me. I'm letting, well, I'm letting life happen to me regardless of how I, what I say, but I'm letting life happen. I'm. I'm aware that I'm letting life happen and I'm just, I'm not react, I'm not, it's very hard. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I'm, my, my brain is like articulative enough to be able to like eloquently describe this experience. But I feel human. I feel more human than I've, I, I, I've, I've ever felt in my entire life. I feel... very human with the negative emotions and I like that I like that the takeaway from experiencing all this little bittersweet painful moments is that I feel human like it's not I don't I don't see pain as pain I see pain as being human and I associate that with feeling alive, truly being a, a, a true human being. That's where I'm at. 
I've still got a few weeks left until I leave this city. Let's see. Let's see what it, what the future holds in this short little window of time that I've got left in this city. That's That was me. A little nice little phone call from a friend named Sue. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I... I hope you like this episode. It's a it's a very experiential ex- episode for me too. I'm just sitting behind this car, hid away, like hidden hidden away from the sun, just crouched down in the in the curb, slightly panicking that I need to go back home in time to, for the driving class. <laughs> but. Overall, I like this. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I feel like this is a format that could maybe stick. You never know. But thanks for listening. And I'll keep you guys updated with things I learned in life.